0: What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 86. Today with my guest, Jake Stein of the band Wrong House from Portland, Oregon. He describes his music as sort of groovy and catchy pop propelled by rhythm section, tight as synchronized swimmers, and guitar hooks drowning in luscious effects. And uh, from listening to his stuff, I'd say that's pretty accurate. Uh, Jake's song, That Kind of Life, is featured on this episode, so if you like it, you can definitely check it out on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Obviously, you can use the spelling of the band name in the episode title, which is Wrong House. At the end of this interview, uh, Jake explains the meaning behind the name, but uh, anyway, he's one of the first guests I've had from Portland, so that was cool. We just kind of talked about the city and some of the stories behind his songs. Incidentally, I think I first got to talking to Jake on Reddit where we were uh, swapping some music videos and some stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, other than that, hopefully you yourself are doing alright out there, maybe gearing up for Labor Day weekend. I know there's some uh, different things going on, including a little festival here in Maryland in Ocean City called Jellyfish Fest with former guests of the show, the Harbor Boys and Ray Bruton. So that'll probably be cool. But uh, as always, thanks for supporting Local Music. We all definitely appreciate it. And uh, feel free to subscribe to this podcast wherever you might be listening. Um, But yeah, without uh, further delay, we'll get to the interview with Jake from Wrong House. Cool. So yeah, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, again, I'm yeah. talking with Jake of Wrong House, I believe. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is awesome.
0: I don't remember exactly um, how we first uh, started talking to each other online, but I guess it might have been Instagram.
1: Yeah. I, it might. It was either like Instagram or Reddit, one of those.
0: Yeah, it definitely could have been Reddit too. I don't know if, if you're big into that or even Discord. Or something. I yeah, like I
1: was doing all that for a like, you know, a long time. Um like until I kind of burnt out on a lot of internet stuff around like this last winter, but that yeah. was my thing for a while. I just get on Reddit and
0: hit up like five random people about my music. <laughs> yeah, so were you on that subreddit that's like uh indie music feedback maybe? Yeah, totally. That's probably where we met. Then I probably like yeah. commented on one of your uh, videos or or something like that. Now I wish okay, I remember yeah. which, which one it was, but uh, no, that makes sense. I've definitely I've, uh, gone through your YouTube channel and stuff like that, so got some good nice. stuff.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I was kind of like my strategy was I would basically just go and comment on a bunch of other people's stuff, and then
0: if we started talking, I'd kind of sneak my stuff in there <laughs> into the conversation, <laughs> you know yeah it's kind of funny like i always kind of just send people my stuff anyway because i'm just like well at least this way you kind of know where i'm coming from or where i stand yeah (laughs) dude your stuff was really awesome i was really digging that thanks man yeah Yeah. it's fun it's fun dude and as i'm sure you're aware it's just fun to make stuff and and get it out there yeah yeah
1: where are you uh where are you located are you on the east coast i'm guessing
0: east coast the beast coast as we call it here it's uh (laughs) Basically, uh, Baltimore.
1: Okay, I had a cousin who um, went to school in Baltimore,
0: and you are on the west I'm, coast, I'm Portland, Oregon, the best coast. Uh, yeah, best coast versus beast coast. <laughs> uh, out there, in Portland, huh? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I was just, I'm, I was just wondering based on like the, I just, uh, I've never, like, been. At all in the music scene on the east coast i was I was born there, and I have a lot of family in and around New York, but um, I came to the to Oregon when I was like you know four years old so i've been back there a lot but I've never played any shows or anything in or around anywhere in that upper East Coast area, but I know a lot of people who do and it seems like the music scene there is really awesome, but it's sort of like there's like a few hubs that people talk about you know, and like yeah. I guess aside, I guess New York is one of them. But um, aside from that, nobody really talks about, you know, like New England or Baltimore or any of those areas as being really cool music scenes. But it seems like every time I talk to somebody who is online from those areas or sends me stuff, you know, that they make, it's always like, whoa, dude, this is like way better than stuff that, like, you know, I hear live in Portland, Mm -hmm. California,
0: where it's supposed to be like the cool music place to be, you know? Yes, (laughs) Definitely pockets, and you definitely find them on the internet. But pretty much, I'd say from as from what I've learned so far, just podcasting. I mean, from Massachusetts to Florida, you're pretty much gonna find cities that have something going. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, specifically where I am, it's kind of like the Philly, Baltimore, slightly New York type of bands that I end up talking to the most, just because we yeah. might actually see each other or whatever. Yeah 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 for sure sure. well
1: yeah thanks for having me on i guess i'm i'm the i'm the stranger from the west coast on your show
0: (laughs) (laughs) no worries man um i've actually been talking to people out there a little bit more um recently and uh definitely the reggae uh type of bands for sure yeah (laughs) Um, out in texas and arizona and southern california occasionally so yeah um
1: Alright, well, let's let's do this interview. What are your questions? How do you start? How do you do
0: these things? Oh, we're rolling, man.
1: <laughs> oh, we've been rolling. Oh, okay. Yeah, this
0: is <laughs> this is perfect stuff, man. No, nice. I mean it's the point is just to kinda like get to know you. Um, because, you know, let's be honest, like our friends or our family are the ones who might listen usually most of the time and like are the ones who might get a kick out of it, you know. You could say like yeah, you know, what you've been up to and I don't know, explain why it is you write songs now? I I don't know. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> um, I like how your podcast seems to have kind of like a bent toward um how people balance like life and music, right?
0: Right, because like the point of this thing is not to go talk to Dave Matthews or something because there's right. already a podcast for that anyway. Even if I could <laughs> could talk to him, so there's really no point. It's really just like talking to my friends' bands or anyone who's like mildly doing music seriously, I would say, and then, you know, talking about the balance, uh, between. Well, I'm definitely trying to do music seriously.
1: I mean, I'm, you know, it seems like I get a little bit closer every year. Um, I, you know, like I kind of was, I could just give you a brief history of like wrong house. It would be basically like, you know, I started, I mean, I've been doing music a lot longer than this project, obviously, but This project sort of evolved from other projects that I've been trying in Portland after being kind of discouraged, um, you know, uh, in terms of like uh, playing in other people's bands or playing in my own bands and they didn't work out. So I kind of just did the solo project. And that was what, like 2018 probably was when I started that.
0: Um, Uh, According to Spotify, 2019. Yeah, maybe even 19. out The first album out. Yeah.
1: So um, yeah, summer of 19 sounds right. So it was really recent. And then we just played, you know, I just had a bassist and a drummer who were friends and we played kind of like harder rock versions of my, like covers of my songs for like five or six gigs and then the pandemic hit. And then since then, you know, we've obviously all just been doing stuff online or streaming differently, but then since the, you know, things, kind of came back for a second it seems like they might go away but um i've just been doing as many shows as i can i just did one last night and um you know i've probably played like i don't know like 10 this summer so only a few of those have been with the full band but um that's fine it was it's just been a lot of solo stuff um and i do that either acoustic or with ableton and you know a launch pad and the whole nine yards so um just trying to be flexible and do anything i can and then you know, it goes, it's easy with my work because I do a lot of audio engineering and freelance stuff and mixing for people. So that's, you know, it's easy to set my own hours and stuff um, sometimes, <laughs> but yeah. um, I did have, I, I was working at a restaurant and that was somewhat easy too, as far as like being able to schedule time off. But yeah, I've definitely have tried to hold off on getting like a big boy job, quote unquote, <laughs> because... Yeah. You know, I can't really do a nine to five if I'm going to be playing afternoons at a brewery, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's tougher, but these days people are working from home anyway. So Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> you never that's very true. You never know. Some people are working probably right now for poolside, you know, with the laptop. Yep. So, yep. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You know, it's uh, it's definitely a little bit of a artistic balance to get those hours to all work up or work out yeah. and line up. So yeah, um, and it's cool that you got the Ableton going. And for people who don't know, to me that's some sort of fancy sorcery. Um, yeah, <laughs> for playing as a solo artist, where it's like a little bit beyond just like your average looper pedal, which is like kind of what I use when I play solo. Um, yeah, yeah. But you can definitely well, the, put on a full man, full one man, one woman rock show uh, with that thing. The, that's for
1: sure. The looper stuff is like even more impressive to me though if you do that because with Ableton the nice thing about it is you can basically like you know I mean and I've been using Ableton for like 10 years and I'm just now getting into this kind of use for it I usually just used it to record but um you know and edit because I like the effects on there and stuff but you can you know tap it and if it's synced to the right um you know it has to be on the right tempo but like you can hit it before that next bar and you don't have to hit it right on time like with a looper pedal you know so that's Kind what's nice about it, and I just have my pad lit up where, like, it, the squares are kind of tiny, so I have, like, every four squares do the same thing. So I can just kind of, like, whack it while I'm playing guitar and not really look at it, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. And then do you have, uh, potentially any full band, uh, dates that you can, uh, sprinkle in, or are you still, uh, working solo? No, I've got, well, we've played, we've played two so far, and we need to find,
1: um, another a new saxophonist not for any bad reason just because he's you know got others he's, he's too cool for me basically he's got way cooler projects that he's in <laughs> he's he's, yeah. he's in another league but um you know we need to find a new saxophonist and a new bassist uh my friend who's been playing bass with me for a really long time is going back to school um but aside from that it's a seven-piece band and we've played twice we did a really cool little like um taco uh bar place that has like an outside sort of like really big patio where we played and that was a good first show and then we just recently played at um this craft beer and wine festival which was really cool there was like a lot of people there so that was really great exposure and a few people you know bought shirts and that kind of thing and so that was good
0: yeah i feel like the two main things we could probably talk about are like uh our portland uh for one thing Um, and then also just kind of where you're headed, uh, in your songwriting direction as well. But maybe we'll just start with like the city and kind of how that, uh, works for you. And, uh, for people here, like on say my side of the country, maybe what venues, uh, would they, you know, want to look at if they were heading, uh, heading out your way? Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: well, yeah, let's talk about Portland. Basically I, yeah, I was kind of alluding to it earlier, um, uh wh- like when you know i hear music from other places um it's not necessarily like better but i mean it It does sound better to me but that's just because i like things a little more like poppy sounding or a little like i don't want to say mainstream but you know what i mean i like things yeah. that have a good chorus and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of music in portland that doesn't do that there's a lot of just really like you know, it is a really cool place for music, but it's almost like too experimental sometimes. Or m- maybe not yeah. too experimental, but too like kind of like clicky. Like if you're not there's like a, a little too much value being placed on being different, I think. But yeah, I mean that said, I don't wanna I don't wanna shit on Portland. I love Portland. Um it's like literally my favorite place aside from the freaking, you know, just white cray overcast guys. Um Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, some pla- it, the nice thing about Portland is there is a lot of places to play, like a lot of places. And if you hit people up, they will get back to you and you will be able to play. Like, I mean, be- before I had any kind of following at all, I was booking fine shows that were in, you know, small bars, but it was totally, you know, good shows. And I still play in a lot of, you know, small bars or I, these days small patios. Um, and that's like, you know, I mean, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, you know, realistically, I'm bringing like, 20 to 30 people on a really good day for a show. And most shows is not that many. So, like, a very small, you know, place is fine yeah. with me still. And I think that it's just a matter of um you really just have to, like, send out 10 emails and then you'll get one back, you know, and that's just how it's going to be. But, yeah, I mean, what are some places that people could play if they're coming from the East Coast? Um, You could tell them to definitely hit me up and, we, you know, I can try and schedule something for them because I'm playing a lot usually. Um So, yeah. but there's places like, like, can I – like name any um there's like a place called no fun there's a place called the way post um gotcha
0: there's um basically just like venues you've played that you would uh mention and you know of course i can always tag them in the episode too
1: yeah i would say those two are good for like if you're you know um Going on a long tour, they're like you know, somewhat smaller rooms, but they have good sound systems. So it's like, yeah, you know, if you can find a good local band, I would say the Waypos for sure. I don't actually know if they're doing music anymore, actually, I think they are. Mm -hmm. I think they just like only do it one night or something. But anyway, pandemic screwed everything up. There's a place called, um, what's that place called? The White Eagle. That's like one of the are you familiar with the McMinnomans line of things? that's one no. of those restaurants. Um, it's just yeah. like a local chain kind of that has like hotels slash restaurants. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, um, I could also send you a list if you want to
0: like put below or something. It's all good, man. Just trying to get a feel lay of the land, you know, some people yeah, out no, there it, listening might just be curious, you know?
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's, um, it it is a really cool city to play in the problem is that there's a, it's uh there's not like it it's hard to get people to come out sometimes i've found since the pandemic that's not been the case and like this summer people were coming out in droves to see live music and that was awesome or maybe yeah. i just got better
2: <laughs>
1: but um either way it's cool that there were a lot of people coming out but i do remember like i would you know i've played a lot of shows in Portland and there's been you know probably about like 10 that have been like wow this is packed you know and and that's how it seems like with most other artists at our level too where it's like you know it's hard to get people to come out I guess but that's I guess that's probably how it is with every music community you know it's mostly the artists themselves who want to go out and support other artists and that's good but um you know it's just I think that the the weather might contribute to it and just the sort of um the like you know it's it's a relatively small city,
0: you know, so maybe
1: that has something to
0: do with it. I don't know, yeah, what's the but, next closest uh place to play outside of Portland? would you say?
1: um well, you know you can find some pretty good good uh gigs in Bend, Oregon or Eugene Oregon um gotcha. you can look those places up um there's also Washington is a great place to play. I mean, I've only played um, one show there, but I've seen a lot there in, um, or in Seattle that is. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that's like a three hour drive, but that's not bad. And, um, yeah, I mean, when we, before the pandemic hit, we had basically like 30 dates scheduled up and down the West coast. So like, you know, if you're, I would say most places in California are a little far from here, you know, cause we're on the Northern tip of Oregon. But if you yeah. go, Throughout the coast and central Oregon and then up into Washington, like Seattle and Olympia and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of really – there's even a lot of good festivals that are, like, you know, not that hard to get into that are just, like, beer and wine festivals or art festivals or, you know, park – you know, eating in the park kind of thing.
0: And those seem to be coming back okay at this point.
1: Well, I mean, you know – not really. I mean, we did play this one, but we had like, it. you know, it was going to be really cool last summer. We were, you know, actually going to like have made money from yeah. like, you know, from, like, I mean, we always or or you usually make some money from a gig, That's usually like, you know, 20 to 50 bucks or something per person. Right. So this, we were going to be getting paid like good money to play at a lot of good festivals and stuff, but most yeah. of those have not come back. But this last one did come back and this was really cool. And you know, um, yeah, I would definitely, um, I would definitely say there is a lot of opportunity here. It's just like everywhere else, probably. It's like, you know, it's how much effort you put into, you know, trying to go out and get gigs and stuff and how much you are, you know, willing to, what's the phrase, um, you know, like hit the pavement and just like, go talk to people, especially personal connections, you know, and like Portland is, I think it's, I I think it's probably the same everywhere, but I just know in Portland, it's like very much a small world where if you know this one person, you know, um, there's very few degrees of separation between all these different bookers and that kind of thing and all these different bars. And like, like I was emailing this one person and it ended up being the wrong person, but that person knew the person that I was Mm -hmm. emailing. So she didn't correct me about calling her the wrong name, like in all these emails, (laughs) it was like this thing. So yeah you just have to like go out and make connections you'll be able to find people i would say definitely you know in this area it's better to play in portland than outside of portland but um but bend Oregon has a lot of good festivals and stuff and so you yeah. so
0: cool yeah i mean I, I imagine that's kind of the way it works most places i would say yeah. um but yeah we can kind of get back to your music a little bit here um i know you sent okay. me over a few songs and uh one of which is off your latest release uh cut the Noose," yeah. which is the brink i think is the one that you sent me uh yep. the other two i actually wasn't sure if those were released yet um but yeah uh, they're they're out there somewhere if i here let me
1: okay. see what did i send you um
0: you sent me jump the gun uh yeah. that kind of life and the brink okay
1: yeah, the brink and that Man. kind of life are off my
0: r- recent release, oh, right. and then
1: jump the gun is off of the one I released last summer, which was um, that one's called Right Place. So gotcha. yeah, um, those are so probably yeah, like can, you know.
0: We can kind of just talk like, about the new one. I mean, the the new uh, release yeah. here, cut the noose. Okay,
1: totally. Um, yeah, I mean, um, it you know it was one of those relatively um, painless processes for an album. It was kind of like after the last one, I kind of took a break from music just briefly for like a few months, you know, from like August till, or September till like December or so. And then I started writing again, December, and then released it. I don't even remember when, sometime early this year. But the point is, um, it didn't take that long and it wasn't, um, I didn't stress too much over, how it sounded like usually I get pretty ridiculous about like mixing stuff to death and this time I didn't do that so I don't know I it seems like people really like this one and people have liked the other ones too but like it kind of means that probably I don't have to spend you know as long editing it as I think I kind of have a hunch that like people who edit music you know are the only ones who care about if the mix (laughs) sounds good or not (laughs) and everybody else Uh. is just like Yeah, it's a good song. You know, I mean, it has to, I feel like it has to hit this certain threshold. And then after that, it's just, you know, it can be just a good song. It doesn't have to be mixed perfectly. And then below that threshold, it's like, oh, this sounds not good. You know what I mean? So as long as you get over that threshold, I don't know. I do think they sound pretty good, but I'm just saying I didn't spend like, you know, two months mixing these freaking songs like I have in the past. But, um, yeah they didn't it was supposed to just be you know kind of like a live sounding thing and not as much of a super produced sound effectsy kind of like sampled sound like most of my other albums were are um especially right places kind of like that and everything kind of like you know fades in and out and like does all these crazy it was kind of like there was like this sort of like robotic theme going on and stuff and then but anyway when this one it's just you know i was trying to just do one guitar except for solos and then you know sax trumpet um drums and bass and then i played most of those instruments except the horns and then um um yeah but a lot of those songs were songs that already kind of messed with in the past but never really recorded that's kind of how a lot of my i don't know if that's the same with you but that's kind of how a lot of my writing style goes is i kind of like a lot of my really good songs are this or the ones that i think are really good and people say tell me they like a lot are the ones that are um you know, like I've been working on them in different forms for like three or four years, you know, and then they finally I'm kinda just like, "Okay, this is just how I'm gonna play this, and then I record it you know, and then there's also yeah. there's the other songs where it just kinda like happens, and that's cool, but most of them it's just a process that takes like a very long time for me. I don't know, do you write songs right away, or do you have to like ruminate on them for a while
0: uh I think both I always feel like the good ones take like you know like an hour or so to kind of really yeah. <laughs> piece together like the, the real nuts and bolts of it. But then, um, yeah, I mean, certainly playing them out for a little while or just play them to yourself. takes some time where you, they start to feel uh, a little bit more solid, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like so. the, the, like the right groove or the right, like sort of, you know, um, like style it's just like a spontaneous kind of thing that just kind of happens but like the rest of the song like the whole like i don't know like the lyrics and the the you know all that all the like the the you know the core melody or whatever is like something that just for me at least it takes so long it's kind of aggravating you know and i but yeah. um but but you're right then sometimes there's those that you like write in an hour and they're awesome so <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. to really gravitate toward those
0: Well, it's cool that uh, you're not uh, necessarily beating your head against the wall mixing anymore. I feel like, you know, from the few few people that I've talked to who do that, um, they seem to develop a a workflow over time where they, uh, you know, kind of get some things down. And for better or worse, it's just their style and they don't have to worry quite as much about uh, whether they're missing something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that. The, a, a good trick is to just like keep recording stuff, you know? And then like, if you record something, you know, like most of the songs that I release are not like the first version of them, you know? So, yeah. you, you know, I kind of just keep recording different versions until, you know, something sounds
0: good. Well, they definitely sound polished, man. That's for
1: sure. So I appreciate it, dude. I do. I mean, I did spend a long time mixing them. I don't want it to sound like I just like threw them yeah. out there without any <laughs> mixing, but you know, I in the past I did a lot more of that because that's what I do. You know, so it's fun for me, but it's also very time
0: consuming. Yeah, I noticed uh, one thing you did that's probably a little unusual is that uh, you sort of have like a, a live thing on your Spotify as well, which I thought was just on YouTube. But basically, you just have a, a live acoustic jam um, as a release, oh yeah, as a single or two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just figured like I would put that those songs on Spotify that I recorded for my YouTube. I just did like three or four, three probably three. Um, yeah, uh, you know, like YouTube specials or whatever, <laughs> where I was just kind of yeah. like jamming with Ableton, you know. And I figured I would just put those on Spotify because why not? You know, maybe I'll get a few extra people listening. But I meant to keep doing those videos, but it's just like I just was not getting a lot of traction. Do due- or I mean you know, I was getting like, I don't know, people were watching them and people really liked them, but it seems like the real way to go is to play live, you know? So I figure, you know, while we can play live again, that's just been my entire focus to like play as many shows as I can, you know? And then eventually if, you know, if pandemic happens again or, you know, in the winter when things slow down, you know, um, then I'll go back to doing YouTube stuff
0: probably. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty high quality, man, of all the uh, YouTubers out there that uh, I see and stuff. And um, of course, I'm more in your boat of I just like playing live. I don't really live yeah. stream um, unless I'm literally also playing live, which is kind of funny because I, I usually yeah. just live stream myself <laughs> while I'm playing yeah. like a show or something. But um, yeah. as far as like, again, sort of the uh, professional level of uh, live streaming, I feel like yours is pretty good. Um, it's certainly up to par at the at the minimum. Um, wow! And if you feel, Thanks,
1: dude. I really if, appreciate that.
0: If you feel confident enough to release it on Spotify, to me that tells me, um, you know, you feel like you're doing something right. So I would probably encourage you to keep doing it because um, yeah. of the friends that I have who do it, um, they built their audiences over you know easily a couple years of just being consistent about it yeah just doing it once a week i mean granted that's they're very i would say interested in doing that um yeah so if you're not interested then obviously probably not gonna work but uh no seem, I, yeah you know i take think some i think i am gonna
1: definitely like yeah persevere in that and just keep going i have a friend who's you know been doing that thing where you do a video a week and he's you know just got to. I think he just got to like 3,000 subscribers or something. He's been doing it for like, you know, many years and he yeah. is, but he's steadily growing now. You know, it's pretty cool to watch him like, you know, yeah. like not just slowly grow anymore, but he's actually growing. But for me, it's like, I just, I was doing a lot of videos off and on and then I got to a thousand something subscribers. Like I'm just over a thousand. I was like, all right, well that's good enough that I can like show a booker that like yeah. we have some kind of a presence, you know? And that was kind of my goal. But I am going to do more of it, I think, because you're right. It, it's cool to it's cool to watch um, in hindsight. It's just the act of doing those videos, each one takes like, you know, 20 hours for me to do on my own, you know,
2: from, oh, wow. you know,
1: betwe- between just like, I mean, maybe that's an exaggeration, maybe not quite that long, but, you know, setting up the lights in a cool way and all that stuff. And then, you know, like playing the song correctly, which usually takes a few hours and then. Um, you know, mixing everything together and then doing the editing for the camera is all a lot of work. So like, I have to figure out some way to make it, you know, not so like time consuming every time, you know, because I'd much rather spend, you know, 10 hours
0: trying to book gigs, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And again, I don't want to like push or plant too many ideas here, but like the the actual live streaming itself when you're just playing live, I feel like is, uh, is pretty cool as well. So I, I would tune in for something like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, really? Okay. Well, yeah, that's we were thinking of doing that with the full band coming up here eventually in September at some point. We were thinking of doing, uh, you know, like a live stream of the full band playing in our basement, where we or in my basement where we practice. But um, yeah, I got to figure out the logistics of that, you know, because I don't really, I've never done like you. I only stream when we're playing live, you know, just on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you know. I don't, I've never yeah. done like an actual like live show from, you know, um. So I don't know how I, I know there's specific software and stuff, but I just got to research it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it seems like you got the, uh, the right things going so far, but, um, yeah. anyway, maybe back to your, your album here again, or the latest one, or if you want to talk about a different one, that's cool too. I just assume people usually want to talk about the latest stuff. I mean, it's yeah, totally. pretty, pretty much a full blown album, you know, eight songs there. Yeah. Um, Is there one in particular that has a story behind it, like one song in particular that you feel like might capture people if they Um, uh, check it out?
1: I think the first one's really good. I like that. I like that kind of life a lot. I feel like that's a, that's like a pretty good song. There's like most songs I don't like that I've written. I don't like listening back to them that much, but that one I do still like, but maybe that's because it's still fresh. But anyway, that's a good one. That's one of those songs, kind of like you were saying, that just took like no time at all. And it was just like literally an hour or whatever, you know, and we came up with the song or I came up with the song just like the drumbeat bass, like, you know, didn't retrack anything, just kind of did it. So that's a cool sort of story with that song. It was just very spontaneous. And then um, the uh, the Brink is, an- is one of those that, you know, I was writing for like years or at least since. Two thousand nineteen or so, so like not you know not that long, but still I've been writing that one for a while, just off and on, um and those lyrics I feel like are I don't know, most of my lyrics don't really mean anything, or they do, but not to me, you know, like they're not it's not autobiographical, it's just supposed to be a story, um yeah so I don't want i I kind of don't want to talk too much about what I feel like the stories might be because I don't want to like make anyone listen to the song in a certain way, but um. Yeah, that one I feel like does have a good story. And then Astronaut is the song after that, which is, you know, just pretty much one long guitar solo. So that was fun. (laughs) And then um, what's after that? Blurry, it's kind of about like, um, I think it's kind of like about a stalker kind of like it was, I I don't know why I wrote about it, but it's like, that seems like when I sing that song live now, it sounds really weird. It it, it creeps me out to sing it because it's like, There's some, the chorus is something about like knocking on somebody's window and like they won't open the door and it's like really fucked up. (laughs) So I don't know why I wrote that story, but that's another weird story if you listen to the lyrics. And then the others, um, Psyche Rose at the end is totally just random words put together. Like, I don't even think that means anything. I don't think that even is a story. Um, but that one, a lot of people like that song, which is cool. I love that song. Um, oh, the one sweet time was one of those songs that I have been writing since like, like that was like, since I met my wife. So that was like almost 10 years ago. that one is like a very, um, or I should say I've been writing them the, or I shouldn't have been writing it, but the melody and the chords are from a long time ago. And then I kind of put some new words over it. But that's just about, like, you know, going, you know, kind of typical going to the ends of the earth to find love kind of song, you know. And then, what am I leaving out? Um, Oh, yeah. um, Man, I can hear the song, but I forget
0: what it is. Anyway, there's one
1: more song, and it's basically, um, you know, the same kind of...
0: The the one that I was just going to ask about was That Kind of Life, just because um, I was listening to it, you know, prior to us talking, and I thought maybe I'd feature it. On this episode. So oh, nice. If um if there was a tidbit. I know you don't want to like discuss the story per se, but I mean it's gotta be some sort of inspiration behind it or Well, yeah, was,
1: definitely. I mean you know. yeah, I don't wanna be I don't wanna be like, you know, pretentious about it. We can definitely discuss it. Like um the the um okay, that kind of life where are the lyrics. Um I just have to like go over the lyrics in my head and then I can tell you what I was kinda thinking. So um yeah. it took me took me um, took me all night to believe it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I think that that one's kind of about somebody who like um, got cheated on for a long time, maybe, or got betrayed by a partner or a friend or something. Um, and then you know, by the time um, that person, you know, like sort of came back into their life, It wasn't like, you know, like, sorry, there was a separation and then they come back and it's not really, um, you know, the same anymore. I mean, that sounds very cliche. (laughs) Hopefully the lyrics do a better job of it than that.
0: (laughs) You know, just to kind of give people a feel for it, like where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, that Um, line, like the main line is like, who's that creeping through my mind? I don't know what you think you'll find. And so that's kind of supposed to be, you know, like... Um, just one of those things where like, you know, just the, it, the timing never works out, you know? And it's like, now that you're in my mind, I'm not in your mind and vice versa kind of thing,
0: you know? Yeah. Do you find but, um, that, uh, you kind of write from that perspective? I'm kind of starting to guess.
1: I, you know, I dude, I have been very lucky in that me and my wife love each other very much and we have for a while. So like. I definitely had a lot of, you know, romantic um, endeavors and problems and ambitions and all that kind of, you know, stuff in earlier in life. But since I've been like 22 or so, yeah, 22, I'm 29 now, I've been with um, um, this one woman. I love her a lot. So like a lot of these songs are not really it's, it is super escapism, I guess you would call it, because I'm not like writing about any kind of personal experience or any kind of perspective I have. I think it's kind of just like, I think it's mainly the the thing is I write, um, usually the melody first, and then I kind of just find words that'll fit to that. And then I try to make the words, you know, make sense. And I like to have like some kind of a conflict going on. And usually that conflict is a love triangle or a romance or something, because that's, yeah, something that a lot of people relate to I think and I mean I've definitely you know I'm not trying to say I definitely had you know crushes go wrong and that kind of thing in the past but I don't really none of these songs are really written from um you know my perspective so to speak I guess they are technically you know what I mean but they're not um there's yeah. very few songs that that are about me or my wife you know which is kind yeah. of funny because all, her whole family thinks they're all about her which is you know, which is bad if we,
0: if they listen to the stalker one. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Well, uh, I think that gives people a decent idea of where you're coming from. Um, yeah. And your style and your approach and all that stuff. So I'll probably feature that song on the episode, just kind of slap it on there and, and, uh, people will be able to find it hopefully through the link of the episode. Um, and that way you could just kind of maybe even drop a, drop it somewhere on Reddit or something. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of people podcasting, podcasting out there, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I'm going with the repetition strategy. Just, uh, yeah, keep, dude, I keep releasing yeah. episodes.
1: So I think that's the right thing to do. And also there's a lot of people who, sorry, I just had to tilt the camera away. I, I have to wrap this cord cause I'm like that OCD that I saw a cord that wasn't wrapped. So I have to wrap it. My whole living room is basically (laughs) like taken over by all the stuff from my show last night. But anyway, um, I think that's the right way to do it, dude. Just keep releasing stuff. I mean, that's the same thing. You know, that's how I feel with my music is like, I'm, you know, I'm just slowly, um, or I guess I shouldn't say slowly. I should just say surely uh, not slowly, but yes, surely, you know, releasing stuff as much as I can, even, you know, like um, the songs that, I guess I shouldn't say that because there are certain songs that I definitely like did not release on purpose or have not released on purpose. Like this album was going to be like 12 songs and I was like, yeah, but (laughs) these four are not very good. So, but you know, you just keep putting stuff out there. And I think the you know, if you build it, they'll come kind of strategy is good. Um, Exactly. I I need to get back on Reddit though, dude. I haven't been on Reddit in a really long time. Hmm.
0: Are you still on there quite often? Um, I mean, definitely just to check stuff out, but uh, I don't necessarily always post stuff. I'm uh, uh, def- definitely lurking in there sometimes. But yeah, um, it's a good place to find new music and stuff and uh, just whatever it is. I don't know. Such crazy yeah. subreddits to follow for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that so. that's a good
1: strategy to just kind of like be around and talk to people, but not
0: necessarily post your own stuff
1: all the time because I think that. Yeah that can come off as like disingenuous. I remember that was kind of my strategy when I was getting, you know, a lot of people online to listen to my stuff. I mean, I still think some people listen to it, but you know, I had, I, you know, if we're going by the numbers, like when I was very active on Reddit talking to people about their stuff is when a lot of people were listening to my stuff. So I think it's more like, yeah. you know, the more yeah. you, you
0: know, support other people, the more they'll support you. So. Yeah, man, just pay it forward, I guess. Oh, yeah, um. exactly. Well, cool. I'm um, probably going to wind this thing down a little bit, but um, if you got any like little shout-outs or something at the end where you just think uh, somebody might get a laugh, um, then uh, it's usually a good way to kind of end it, I feel like. Oh, man. I should have prepared for this. Who am I going shout yeah. to shout-out to? Could be the um, wife or the cat. Yeah,
1: I'll, or well, or whatever. <laughs> I feel like I already shout, I, I already said I love my wife, so I'm not going to say that again. Because let's not, you know. Yeah. Let's not get too too mushy gushy here. Um. Uh. No, I mean, I I I don't know. I guess. Um. Shout out to anybody who's listening, <laughs> especially <laughs> listening to Wrong House. I I'll, I'll do that. How about that? I'll shout out to myself. Um. But yeah, no. In In all seriousness, please go and you know check out. Um. You know, check out Wrong House on wherever you go to listen to music and, you know, follow me on social media. I'll follow you back. Um, And or, you know, if you're listening to this, just go check out, you know, the last small band or the first small band that comes to mind or the last one you saw or something, because that's like the best way to support us, you know, is by, you know, doing what you're doing right now, listening to these podcasts and then, you know, listening to their music and giving them a like and stuff.
0: And it's totally free. So. That's um, uh, def- yeah. definitely where it all starts, yeah. sure. Um, I guess last question, uh, did you spell it wrong house, just to kind of, uh, is, like, <laughs> is it like the hipster way to spell it that way, or is it like German, or is it like... No, uh, it's,
1: yeah, you know? it's, it was, so here's the, I'll give the quick story, and that's how we will end it, that's a good idea. Okay, so, um, it was gonna be, it was gonna, I forget what the name was, but it was gonna be something... And the wrong house band, like, you know, it's like the house band got the wrong bar or something, you know what I mean? Or the bar has the wrong band in it. So it was going to be kind of like a joke name, you know, but like, I I thought that was a good joke name, but it just turned out to be like, people thought it was just kind of too long. I could have run with it and see what happened. But anyway, we cut it down to wrong house, um, but there's a lot of wrong houses, apparently. (laughs) So I spelled it weird because... Well, I'm not going to lie, I did think it looks cool. Um, I still do think it looks cool, even though it confuses everybody above the age of like 40 basically. I think it looks yeah. cool and I'll I'll think that till my dying breath, damn it. But um also it uh, you know, if you type it in with this spelling, you're not going to miss it. You know, like you won't get any other band. So that was really important to me to come up with a name that was like, you know, um something very specific so that if you just type it into google you know it's that's what'll yeah. come up or, or youtube or whatever or spotify you know so i'm not competing with anybody else but you know then again like i said portland's just you know a bunch of weird freaking music so maybe i'm just contributing to that by just being like the weirdest name of all you know i mean no. that's not true actually there's some pretty weird band names here <laughs> yeah I've, I,
0: I've seen portlandia so I, yeah i guess
1: but. yeah but anyway that's the that's the story basically so but I can still introduce my band as the wrong house band, which I think
0: is cool. You know, red. Well, thanks again, man for chatting. And, yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll, I'll, get this thing edited up and, uh, get it out on the airwaves. Dude. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate
1: you having me on here. I love, you know, any little thing we can do to try and, you know, promote ourselves as key, you know, to what we're trying to do. So I appreciate you having me on and I'll definitely, uh, you know, be, uh, putting this on my socials and telling people to listen and stuff
0: all right cool if you're on Facebook just uh, send me a friend request and I'll add you to our little group okay yeah perfect I will all right dude have a good uh, rest of your day okay peace Brad you too all right later so yeah I want to thank Jake for coming on and thank you for listening you made it this far uh, the song you're hearing in the background is called that kind of life so definitely check it out if you like it and other than that hopefully you have a good week see ya